Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about Good Ranchers. There is this hour. You, I just want you to remember, if you're not thinking about uh, ordering from Good Ranchers, you will by the end of this hour. Uh, I'm going to tell you about what's really coming for prices and food. Right now, we have a problem. Our, our ranchers are being put out of business. We've got to support our ranchers and American meat. We don't want the imports. And a, a lot of it comes from outside of the U.S. Here's what I would like you to do. Your inflation rate will not change when you buy your food from Good Ranchers. Any of your meat you can buy now. GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. Two pounds of free Wagyu burgers and also zero inflation. You'll get $25 off every box of stuff you order for the life of your subscription, and you will lock in the prices. Are you kidding me? Locked in the prices and two pounds of free Wagyu burgers? Please, GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. If you don't buy the meat in your house, tell the person who does to grab your two pounds of free American Wagyu burgers today before they're gone and lock in your price. Believe me, you're going to want to do that. GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. program it is thursday i i want to talk to you about what is coming for your economy what is happening with the gas price how that's going to deeply affect our food prices and the emergency that will be declared because of it we begin there in 60 seconds Right now, America needs everybody on the field. There is there is nobody in the stands. You might think you're going to stay in the stands. I'm not going to get involved. But not standing up is standing up. You're standing up for the wrong side if you're sitting on the bench. But everybody will be on the field. And we need our side, everybody, to be as strong and as healthy as they can possibly be. Get out of pain. Your country needs you. Could you please uh, just try Relief Factor, the three-week quick start right now. 70% of the people who try it, uh, and usually it's the last thing that anybody is trying. They're like, I'm so desperate, man. Nothing works. Try this. ReliefFactor.com or call 1-800-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Okay. Uh, let's... Let's just talk about gas. How much are you paying for gas right now? If you lived in California, you are now paying $6 a gallon for gasoline. And we're not in the summer yet. I wonder how much we're going to save on this year's 4th of July picnic. Because remember, I think it was last year they told us that we saved like 
Nine cents? Oh, man, it's going to be sweet. Anyway, $6 a gallon in California, that it was hit on Tuesday. The national average price of gas now is a record $4.57 per gallon. That's the national average. Just to remind you, the national average um, last May was $3.04. This has nothing to do, nothing to do with Russia. This has everything to do with ESG. And what I, I want to express to you and ask you to do is start looking at things differently. We need to look at things a little bit more like the Chinese. And I'm not saying look at things 100, down, 100 years down the road. Can we just look 52 months ahead? We need to look just a few years in advance. 12 months would be great. Can we look 12 months in the future? Right now, uh, J.P. Morgan is saying the average price for gasoline this summer will be $6 a gallon. That would mean California will be $8 or $9 a gallon. Now, I don't know what that puts fuel at for our trucks, diesel. But we are in real serious trouble. ESG has choked off all the money. The more executives I talk to in the gas and oil industry, they're all saying the same thing. Glenn, they can open up all the leases they want. They have closed down the leases, they've closed down pipelines, but that's not the real problem. The real problem is ESG. If you don't know what ESG is, I beg you, please get the book, The Great Reset. It explains all of this. I, it's breathtaking at how fast this is coming down now. ESG has choked off all of the investment what was it, uh, $48 billion just last year invested by these you know, hedge funds in the oil industry? This year, I think it's $9 billion. What caused that? With energy being as important as it is, think about this as a free market. When there's great demand and really high prices, what does the market do? The market starts to invest in, holy cow, we can clean up right now by getting into that market and start to sell oil and gas. We could sell it all over the world. Why has our investment gone down? Our investment has gone down because our banks, our hedge funds, and everybody else is now starting to say, uh, yeah, that's not the way of the future. We're going to do wind and solar. Okay, all right, sure, sounds great. Enjoy the wind and solar this summer when you're paying $6 a gallon for gasoline. And God only knows how much you are going to pay for meat and potatoes. Because our meat and potatoes... Well, they start with a farmer 
And the farmer has a tractor. And that tractor runs on diesel fuel. And he has to first spread fertilizer, which comes from petroleum. But you can't make fertilizer. So we don't have fertilizer. Well, that'll save in the tractor. You know, he won't be putting that diesel fuel in. Nope, nope. He'll plant less of what he was planning on planting. And then he has to put fuel in the tractor to make sure that uh, it's harvested, baled. He'll need trucks to move it from his farm to the processing plant. The processing plant needs energy to run it. And then they put it on a truck and it goes to the grocery store. And then you use your car to go buy it at the grocery store and then bring it home in your car. When no one has any fuel, the prices will, to quote Barack Obama, necessarily go up. Right now, the diesel price, just so you remember, everything shipped to America is on a giant ship, and that's not run by fairy dust or solar panels. In fact, I don't know anyone who is working on solar panels for the cargo ships. I don't know anyone who has in their design wind-powered cargo ships. I mean, I suppose we could pull the Nina and the Pinta. The Santa Maria was out of commission, but can we find those two? Maybe we can, because those were wind-powered ships. That's diesel fuel. Our trains, diesel fuel, brought in from China to a port. The trucks then move them and all of the heavy machinery, the forklifts and everything run on diesel. That all is shipped and put onto a train, shipped someplace in the middle of the country or wherever is closest to you, and then a truck picks it up and brings it to the grocery store 12 times a day. Here's what I need you to understand. We have not even begun yet. Because of ESG and because of the policies of this administration, they are creating a national emergency. Our farmers are not going to be able to have the fuel. There's a story right now in uh, Breitbart. Diesel price surge has New England fishing industry reeling. They were paying $1.50 for uh, a gallon of diesel back in 2019. $1.50. They're now paying $6.50. And here's the thing. When these giant corporations buy fish, they don't buy it at today's market price. They buy in, in boatloads, literally. They buy them um, in bulk. And so the fishing industry makes a contract with that food plant or grocery store or whoever's buying it, if it's bought in bulk, and they say, you know what, because you're buying so much, we're going to charge you this amount, and you sign a contract. Now, if the price of fish and everything goes down, the fishermen win. If it goes up, the stores win. 
But there comes a point when fishermen can't fish anymore. This is what we're headed towards. And don't think short term on this. To put oil rigs into a field and to open those up is about a five-year process from turning it on to actually getting it to your gas station. It'll take about five years. If it's on federal land because the federal government is so screwed up, it takes about 10 years. So any fix that we have right now is five years away. Now let me give you this from the Washington Examiner today. By the way, none of this is what you're going to hear in um, uh, the New York Times. You will not hear any of this on CNN. Half of our country has no idea what's about to hit them. Do not listen to your friends who are reading the corporate media garbage. Electricity customers across the country, according to the Washington Examiner, face a heightened risk of power outages this summer. Regulators say it reflects a worsening outlook for the grid, which is simultaneously struggling struggling through extreme weather conditions and a shift away from traditional energy sources. The North American Electric Reliability Corporation, or NERC, the regulatory body that oversees our grid operations across the United States and Canada, warned in its summer reliability assessment published yesterday, listen, that the entire West and most of the Midwest face at least an elevated risk of seeing insufficient electricity supply where slim reserve margins run up against high demand. For the sections of the grid stretching from Wisconsin to the Gulf Coast and to California, they have been deemed at risk for insufficient operating reserves to be high during peak command con- uh, 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 demand conditions. Expected resources, according to the uh, officials, expected resources do not meet operating reserve requirements under normal peak demand and outage ser- uh, scenarios. Now, they're saying that utilities may have to shut off power to customers in peak demand. You know, cold weather kills a lot of people so does hot weather i don't know if you've noticed but boy in the old timey times everybody seemed to live up north why have you been to texas in the summer have you been to atlanta have you been god forbid to phoenix it's hell you don't have you don't have any energy First of all, good luck pumping that water. Second of all, you don't have electricity. Good luck with no air conditioning. I'm dead within a week. Ugh. So here's the thing. I want you to listen to why they say this is happening. The grid operators uh, have been forward in their assessment of capacity shortages and their causes. 
In a report released just last January, it it placed responsibility for the reliability shortcomings on the transformation of its generating resources, including the requirements of always-on generating units such as coal-fired plants. It also listed older coal plants and wind and solar resources that are not always available to provide energy during times of need. What? Why don't the solar panels work at night? I never thought of that. What happens to those wind that wind power when the wind doesn't blow? Getting the balance right between traditional thermal sources and their retirements, especially coal. Why are these coal fire plants retiring? Because they're being forced to. Why? E S G. Some of the thermal plants and coal and natural gas have been retiring with new resources coming on in the way of wind and solar resources. But maintaining the right mix of resources so you can reliably provide power over a range of conditions is kind of where we should focus, say experts. This hour I am going to show you This is not a bug in the system. This is a feature. I'm going to show you here in the next few minutes, and we're going to use baby food as an example. We are headed towards national emergencies. When you have national emergencies, all kinds of fun things like we experienced in COVID can happen. You need to prepare and you need to stop listening to anyone who is not listening for the actual facts. A lot of the stuff we're dealing with, you can just point to it and go, look, it's happening there, there and there. Why? The why is you can leave that up to politics. I mean, I think it's pretty clear, but whatever. The rest of it is math. You take this out. And replace it with a solar panel, you're in trouble. You take all of the oil and you say, no more from Russia. Uh, and then you say, no more from America. And then you have supply problems. Here's an idea you're going to run out of fuel. It's math. Don't listen to people who are talking about feelings, talk math. If this country even understands that two plus two still does equal four. All right. We if we want the government to do less, we have to do more. And I am so sick and tired of the, for instance, the VA. Do you know that our government just cut the uh, VA hospital, the VA hospital budget so they could send those resources down to the people on the border who we are just checking out, making sure you got a good health check. We're screwing our servicemen. It's insanity what's happening. So let's take things into our own hands, shall we? Tunnel to Towers takes care of our veterans. They take care of the people that have risked their lives or lost their lives um, in defense of us, either in our cities as a police or fire or in military. If somebody doesn't come home, if they have kids at home, 
Tunnel to Towers takes care of their mortgage. You know how many homeless vets we have living on the streets right now? That's wrong. Operation Home, Be- uh, home Base, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to those veterans. You can help. $11 a month. $11 a month. You can donate now at Tunnel2Towers.org. This is a fantastic organization. Tunnel to Towers. T2, the number 2, T.org. T2T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. Let me go into food here. Um, the average menu price in April was up 7.2% from a year earlier. That's the biggest 12-month gain since 1981. That's according to the National Restaurant. So restaurants have raised their prices 7.2%. They are not making money here. A gallon of milk is up 25%. You've been shielded so far from the full brunt of the prices because the producers are paying for it and the distributors are paying for it. Small businesses are paying for it, but the large businesses have not had to pass that on yet until their contracts start to expire. And the small restaurants are really getting pounded. Gee, let's, let's, let's hammer the small businessman again. 18 months ago, a 40 pound box of chicken wings Cost $85. Today, it's $150. The expenses for cooking oil and flour have doubled in the past five months. He's also paying for more labor and more for services. The company that maintains um, air conditioners in this guy, Jeff Good's uh, restaurant, he says that they've tacked on a $40 fuel charge. He's trying to cope, but he can't raise the menu prices or you stop going to his restaurant. So that's where the squeeze comes in. And once the squeeze really hits, the restaurant goes out of business or you stop going because you can't afford it. And then the restaurant goes out of business. There is um, supply destruction, meaning... Everybody stops making stuff because nobody's consuming it. That's the next shoe to fall. Please, please uh, know that we are just at the beginning of this. And you need to be calm and prepare. But be informed. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. Have you looked to see what your house is worth lately? By the way, if it's up, it's probably going to go down soon um, just because of uh, inflation and raising interest rates. So it is probably going to go down soon. Now would be a really good time to sell your house. Um, uh, But you need the best agent. If you're looking for a house, you need somebody who knows how to negotiate, knows this market is moving differently now and just in the last couple of months. We look at realestateagentsitrust.com for the best agents in the market, the top-selling real estate agent in your area. The people we work with, I believe, are the best of the best. 
It's a uh, extensive interview, and we have got about, I think, nine or 10,000 people on a waiting list to work for us or work with us, and we don't take them because we want to make sure we can really watch all of the agents that we have and make sure you're satisfied. You'll see a difference. You need a real estate agent? It's a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Hey, don't forget... Uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to Blaze TV and save. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Let me say uh, hello to Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, which is a podcast you can find wherever you get your podcast. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I am... I go through these weird phases here recently to where I am absolutely sure we are coming undone quickly. And then mm. I go through these periods where I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I and I'm back into the oh, dear God, look what is coming our way. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, you what I talk to you about every day is very difficult uh, to, and it's intentionally designed this way. It's very difficult to uh, to see it because it's a whole forest. And to understand the forest, I have to talk about the individual trees. So what I'm laying out today, and this is one of those broadcasts or podcasts, you should listen to it in its entirety to truly understand, Um what I'm laying out today is the emergencies that are coming our way and why they are being um, why they're being created. The people are cre- the politicians and the left are creating these problems so they can offer the solution. And just like the Fed, the Fed is now saying, you know what, we're going to fix this thing. They created the problem. Uh, how do you expect them to solve it? They knew this problem in 2008, and they've been working on a different system ever since because they knew this would collapse, and they never told you about it. Why is it we're not hearing about things? Why is it it's deny, 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 deny? Okay, it is happening, but it's not that. Oh, yes, it is. Why is that happening? Because they know they can't get it past you if you pay attention. So uh, there's a couple of things that we are watching, and I just want to quickly go through this. Yesterday we covered this, and we're going to be covering it a lot in the next two weeks. Next week, the World Health Assembly, the governing body of the World Health Organization, the WHO, we know who they are. Remember, they were protecting China. They weren't giving us any of the details. They're meeting in Geneva, Switzerland to discuss the next step in their pandemic treaty. Um, and uh, it's, it's great. Representatives from 193 nations will be attending, including the U.S. You know, one country that wasn't invited, strange, but... Again, the WHO is not protecting China. The only country not invited was Taiwan. Anyway, uh, the director general of the WHO explained that this treaty, this new treaty, um, is a priority. But it's not a new treaty. And that's important to understand. This is just 
a few things we just have to clean up the language on. So this doesn't have to go back to the Senate and receive two thirds vote Mm. because we're just changing some of the things in there. This is what the uh, the director general of the WHO said. We all want a world in which science triumphs over misinformation. Okay, I'm spotting problems there already. Solidarity triumphs over division. Well, not if you're going the wrong direction. And equity is a reality, not an aspiration. No, equity is not equality. I want nothing to do with equity. We are one world. We have one health. We are one, WHO. No, uh uh-uh, nope. Now, something that this administration has not announced, they quiet released this a couple of weeks ago. The Biden administration is pushing for amendments to the World Health Organization pandemic um, uh, declaration. It would essentially allow the director general of the WHO to declare a public health emergency in any country and unilaterally coerce its citizens to take certain actions. Mm. So in other words, if the director general and the WHO say, you've got to shut your businesses down, Congress, the president, has nothing they can do. It's an international treaty, and we'd be in violation. And there's penalties applied to not doing things. Um, and these are all these suggestions are coming from the Biden administration. So new emergency powers taken away from our con- uh, company, our country, and given overseas. Now, when uh, we first went into COVID, everyone said, "Donald Trump, you have to have you have to use the the Defense Production Act to get these things done." And thank God he said, no, all I have to do is call these companies and ask them. They're patriotic and they know what's good for them. What's good for the country is good for them. I just called them and asked them and they did it. No, you got to invoke the Defense Production Act. The reason why they wanted that him to use it is so they could say Donald Trump used the same thing. This is fascistic. Now, this is made for a time of war when the government says everybody's got to make bullets. Okay. That's what the Defense Production Act is all about. Not for baby formula, especially not when the government itself caused the shortage. So yesterday, um, he invoked the Defense Production Act. And uh, he is directing now suppliers what to do with ingredients to baby formula and to make sure that uh, they are buying up the ingredients and doing everything they need. Well, that's what the free market does. Okay. And it's incentivized to do that. When there's a need, everyone's incentivized to produce it. But he doesn't like the free market. So he is now and they just um, uh, Congress just voted yesterday with Nancy Pelosi to go ahead and authorize not only this, but emergency spending. Billion dollar new emergency spending. Twenty eight million of that is going to the baby food companies so they can 
Well, no, it's actually going to the FDA who oversee the baby food companies because they only have nine inspectors. Now, I want you to know what caused this. There were some really tragic deaths of infants, and the speculation was they were all having the same formula from one company. So the company voluntarily, they weren't told to do it, they voluntarily called, recalled all their baby formula. But then they tested. They tested in autopsies of the children, and then they also tested the baby formula. They were not getting sick because of this baby formula. They were getting sick by something else we don't know. So it wasn't this company's baby formula, but they pulled it all off the shelf. But if you're going to have a problem and people are saying that that's yours, the FDA steps in and says, hold on, hold on just a second. We need to inspect before you start opening things up again. Well, the FDA only has nine inspectors. And $28 million would really help them hire what? A, a million inspectors? How many? In, <laughs> what? They only have nine inspectors. So they haven't given their all clear. They have been sitting on this since January. So this is a problem created by our federal government. The private sector could have gotten right back to work had our FDA done what it was supposed to do, but they don't do that anymore. They're looking for equity. And, you know, we can't look around factories to see if they've got germs. What is that? We're looking for equity right now. So uh, mm. now it's going to take another eight weeks before we have baby formula uh, on. And I want you to know it, it, this emergency was caused by the federal government. Now, here's another emergency that we're getting into. We talked about fuel, that you were going to pay about $6, not in California, in the middle of the country. You're going to pay about $6. By the way, in Washington State, gas stations already are out of gas. You go to Auburn, you go to the Tri-Cities in eastern Washington, gas is out. So we have gas shortages, literally, you're not going to be able to fill your gas tank up. But if you can, you're going to be paying $6 a gallon. And that is not gas stations gouging you. That is the problem created by the federal government and ESG, the public-private partnership. So yesterday, somebody really important really understood the full ramifications of ESG and buying Twitter. The S&P Dow Jones index has removed Tesla from the S&P 500. Now, to be traded on the S&P 500 is a big deal. You're not traded, you're dropped from the S&P 500. That also is a very big deal. Now, Tesla the company that is leading the world on electric cars. The guy is building a rocket so we can get into space because he believes the fate of the human race is at stake because of global warming. There couldn't be a bigger, more 
visible uh, activist who's actually doing things about it than Elon Musk. But because of Tesla's lack of published details related to its low-carbon strategy, what? They're building electric cars. Because they haven't published some of their details related to their low-carbon strategy and other business conduct codes. Now, would that be like, uh, I don't know, no unions? ESG has kicked in and gave them a lower score than Exxon. (laughs) Okay? Their Mm. E-score in ESG for the environment is lower than Exxon, and all Exxon produces is fossil fuels, which Elon Musk is trying to get out of. Elon Musk was pretty clear yesterday uh he said wow uh this is a sham you think elon said this is extraordinarily dangerous it's arbitrary arbitrary and clearly motivated by politics no yesterday i sent him a copy of my book called the great reset it looks like he was red-pilled yesterday He came out, you know, he said this a couple of days ago, but he reinforced it yesterday. He said, I always thought the Democrats, I voted for them because I thought they were the nice guys. And I think that's where most people were. They're like, those guys are nice and the Republicans are mean. He said, boy, did I wake up. I am voting all Republican. Now, Elon, I would like to red pill you again. (laughs) I wish we had faith in the Republican Party. But it's better than voting and pushing the garbage from the extreme radicalized left. Blinds.com is here to tell you all about a 40% site-wide sale that they are having. Blinds.com has the expertise and the vast selection necessary to help you find the perfect window treatments for your home. By the time they're done, your house is going to look like it had an entire extreme makeover. They have both indoor and outdoor products, so your deck or patio can look as amazing as the interior of your house. And they've made the whole process easier than ever by giving you access to expert design consultants who are really, really good, all free, and the local pros that can uh, handle the installation. You can do it yourself, but I like to have the pros do it because it's always uh, then I spend the next year going, we should have had the pros do it because, I mean, you hung the curtains. Yeah, honey. Yeah, we saved money. But they're crooked. <laughs> Blinds.com, the number on uh, number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Uh, we've used them several times. They're great. Blinds.com, save 40% site-wide. Blinds.com, that's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions do apply. The Glenn Back Program. So it's, uh, what is it, day number two of the Sussman trial that is going on now? This is um, the trial about, you know, the conspiracy to take Trump out uh, uh, with the Fusion GPS. Durham is prosecuting narrowly here uh, against uh, Sussman, a guy who was working for Hillary Clinton. Um, But he's using this case to lay out the wider conspiracy with the uh, Clinton campaign, the DNC fusion GPS 
Perkins Coy and the media. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, there were emails accidentally released um, that the Clinton campaign was keeping from the intelligence uh, community. It shows that the mainstream media was taking direction from Fusion GPS. So the guy who knows really all about this and uh, and issued the subpoena for those documents, which they said they didn't have. Oh, looks like they did. Uh, was Devin Nunez? Uh, he's going to be on with us here in uh, just a few minutes. Get his take on uh, all of it. Uh, he's also he's out now. He's working for um, uh, Donald Trump. He's the CEO of Trump Media and the Technology Group, and they are putting together their uh, Truth Social desktop version that's released today. Uh, and so we're going to talk to him a little bit about that, but but really focus on what's happening with Sussman. Uh, and get his take on, does he have any faith now? You know who I'm having on in a couple of weeks? Bill Barr. Oh. He's coming into town, and we're going to do an, hmm. you know, an hour, hour and a sit half down sit thing. down. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to talk to him about all of this. Yeah. You know? Um, all right. That's, uh, that's all coming up. Devin Nunes is next at the top of the hour. Oh, and one other thing. Uh, I am going to be out this summer uh, doing kind of a very intimate uh, kind of storytelling thing. I'll tell you more about it next hour. You're going to want to go. Coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program.